Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is the Post Credits Pod, and I'm your host, Ryan Schwartz. On this episode, we will be talking about Captain America, the first Avenger. That is the very first movie out of the Captain America trilogy, which I personally think is the best out of the trilogies that have come out of the MCU so far. Um, We'll also be talking about Atlanta Season 2, Episode 1 on the back half of this episode. And just full disclosure, uh, it was my cousin, myself, and Bree, and we were very lit, pretty drunk talking about this. We had just watched the episode, so we were super excited. So just keep that in mind when you're listening to it, because, I mean, you'll be able to tell. I had to do a lot of editing. It was a lot of fun, but, you know, I just had to clean it up just a little bit. But uh, I think you guys will enjoy it. it we, you could tell how much we love the show just by listening to that segment uh, and how excited we were for it to be back. It had been, what, like almost a year and a half? Yeah, we couldn't wait. Um, so this this particular episode, talking about Captain America, will be part of the uh, Marvel miniseries that I'm doing, which will be covering all of the movies that are part of the MCU leading up to Infinity Wars. And then, obviously, I'll do... Uh, a show discussing Infinity Wars when that time comes. Uh, so try to check them out all in order. Uh, all the other episodes prior to this are starting from Incredible Hulk up to now with uh, with this episode and Captain America. So try to like watch them in order, listen to them in order, whatever the case may be. Just kind of adds to the experience because it's like you're re you're reliving it while I am, and I think it just makes it a lot more fun. Uh, if you can, try to try to watch the movies with me as well. I'm watching Avengers, and we're going to be doing a pod over that next. So if you can, sometime over the next few days, the next week or so, watch Avengers, then listen to the pod. It'll be dropping uh, probably toward the end of the week. Uh, but yeah, man, I really hope you enjoyed the show. I had a lot of fun talking about both Captain America and Atlanta, and I hope you enjoyed the show. In five different cities, I can offer you a chance. He will be the first in a new breed of super soldiers. Why me? Because the weak man knows the value of strength, knows the value of power. That wasn't so bad. That was penicillin. We are going to win this war because we have the best men. Now, Mr. Stark. Nay, will personally escort Adolf Hitler to the gates of hell. talking about the first avenger aka steve rogers aka captain motherfucking america the perfect patriot um what's up man this is my cousin jordan hey y'all back again yeah uh, to give us his hot takes and all of the nerdiness that comes with uh the comic book world and how he feels about what's going on with marvel in these movies that we're watching uh so this movie like I let me just say I've never felt like as patriotic <laughs> as I had watching this shit. Like, other than maybe when I was like a little kid and you're just like, Oh yeah, it's cool with the flag, all that stuff. 
No, not nowadays. I'm watching this shit, and I, like, I've never rooted for fucking war so much. Like, it was just fun watching Captain America whoop people's ass on a battlefield. Yeah, I love this portion of Captain America. Like... With the I, time of it? Yeah, I was actually more upset whenever they, like, took him into... The, I mean, I understand they had to do it to move everything along, but, mm-hmm. like, I was upset that, you know, it, the first one right there ended with him waking up, and then basically we just left... 40s yeah yeah because world war Mm ii yeah um all of like the different like throughout like the novel or not the novels the comic books and everything like that you get so many fun characters that like go along with captain america there's a lot of fun villains that go along with captain america but they really like happen around that time like whenever nobody else got frozen i guess except for you know bucky made a reappearance but like just they kind of killed off that whole world Really quickly, um, so yeah. I mean, even getting to see like like Dum 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 Dugan is a really really cool character, and so I would have loved to see. You know, I'm glad they had him in the movie, but even moving forward, just um, kind of going along like with that theme, and then also now Captain America just like I don't know throughout like the other Marvel movies, he just kind of feels like the old man. He's like the he's mm-hmm. always trying to take the moral high ground and everything like that, and it just kind of puts him in a shitty position. Um, to where you're just naturally going to disagree with him most of the time. Yeah, it's just like not as likable. Like here, like in his no. element, like that's the Captain America mm-hmm. that you know. I haven't seen this first one in a really long time, but it was it was really nice to go back and visit all that. Well, yeah. So speaking of like being in an element, I will say that the the most pleasant thing, or I mean, I'm talking general stuff, and we're going to get into more specifics. But the most pleasant thing about this movie was the fact that it well, not just that it was a timepiece. But the whole movie felt like it was like paying its respects to like directors of a certain era or that put together movies in a certain way. And specifically, like I kept making comments about it and I even put that in my notes a few times. I felt like I was fucking watching the Indiana Jones movie, but he had superpowers. Like yeah. it had that type of vibe and I loved it. Like it was so fun because I it like it had the childlike wonder and like the music kind of with it. And the Nazi bad guys, like everything just about it, the it's like it was so aesthetically pleasing for to see like this world, but then you add the superhuman powers of a guy, and then it was just it it did make it really fun. I could have done like two or three movies of Captain America in this time period with the same director, just this whole theme. I loved it. It felt like I was watching some very like Spielbergian shit. Yeah, and I I don't know if they. What really did it for me, too, was the music. And I don't know if they were trying to do it the same way as, like, the, you know, you can say kind of like the Spielberg stuff. And then mm-hmm. also that Indiana Jones, that, you know, just like the trumpets and the... Mm-hmm. It was a... Uh, it sets it, the tone. It was like that, but also it reminded me of just kind of like those, like, old, like, war propaganda... Like, the yeah. shit that they would, like, show you in the theater. Or, like, the scene where, like, he's in the theater and it's like, come mm-hmm. on, fight for your country. And they've got, like, the horns and yeah. shit playing. And then, like, it just kind of, like... And the guy's like, like get the do- fuck on with the movie. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I, they, they, as much as this this wasn't, like, a prestige movie to, ca- to perfectly capture a time in history. It's, it's a comic book movie. But there were some moments where I was like, yeah, that was, like, kind of clever of them to put that in the movie. It really did make you feel mm-hmm. like... You know, you're in Brooklyn for that time being. Yeah. Uh, and it just, they, they did a good job putting that together. I, it's cool how, um, I feel like with this movie, Marvel showed, like, hey, everything we're trying to do, like, we're trying to mix it up, but still give you the same core formula. Yeah. Uh, but we're still trying to mix it up. Like, we just had Thor, with the movie literally before this one, and you're in, like, it's intergalactic space war and shit mixed with, like, some desert 
scenes and stuff. It was really totally different from what we've seen before. And then Iron Man, we already know that was a totally different vibe. It was across the country, different time frame, all the technology. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, the Hulk was kind of its own dark, depressing ass movie. But you get mm-hmm, to see yeah. that, like, even though it's been four movies, four or five, actually, with Iron Man 2, uh, they all, as much as they have, like, that same Disney marvel feel to them um they were definitely different and i think that's what just got them out like they really set the tone going forward like hey we're gonna make sure each character you get like a different vibe when you're in their world yeah and it's totally well i guess the the first thing that came out before hulk the last like really good thing was the whole batman dark knight um Mm -hmm. dark grim dc universe and then maybe the hulk tried to touch with that a little bit and i think they immediately found out that they missed the mark yeah it wasn't for them or not for that character at least since then they've just had this more chipper upbeat kind of quippy fun adventure yeah yeah definitely um so getting into the more specifics of the movie um I, i noticed that like this instantly started building the Marvel Universe, like it was, it had its own plot. Obviously, they all do, even if they're kind of loosely intertwined with overall overarching stories within the universe. Um, like it instantly brought back stuff with Thor, so it was like you, it like had callbacks to Thor, and you said like the Tesseract and how it got there, and the ancient a lot of references to like ancient gods and things like that. And so, like I said, the, the with the callbacks and just those little moments, where even if it's just a little comment or a little piece of imagery or one scene. It's like five minutes or so. Um, you see how they're tying it together, but still giving it its own story within this movie. And I just thought that was cool to, because when you're watching this in real time in 2011, you're just thinking, "I'm watching Captain America." You don't know that they have this much planned. I mean, well, I guess by this point, you know, Avengers is coming at some point. Right. But you still don't know how big their ideas are, mm-hmm. and so you, it's cool to go back and you're like, "Oh, I see what they're doing here." You see how they're kind of laying the foundation, and it's just kind of cool. It's like watching the pieces of a puzzle fall into place. In front of me and so i thought that was cool um they even had stark in there he was like a pretty big uh grandpa stark yeah was all up in this movie like i thought he was just gonna make the appearance at the little uh the world fair the science fair mm-hmm. thing they were at i thought that was it i thought they were just gonna almost like a cameo but he was like a legit character in the movie and that was trying to reinforce what we saw in iron man 2 that the starks have been down with this movement of shield in national security or, or intergalactic security at this point. Yeah, they, they kind of set it up, uh, you know, kind of the same thing they did with Black Panther, how Siri was the, kind of like this Q character on some James Bond shit. That's what Stark felt like in this. Yeah, a like little bit, had, yeah. Like, commanding officer, mm-hmm. then you're like your weapons techno- the technology guy that can lead you through everything. and then He's kind of a part of the mission sometimes, too. Yeah. He was driving the getaway, or he, like he was driving, yeah. he was the best pilot, he was the best civilian pilot, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he definitely had like a nice, like I didn't expect to see him as much as I did watching uh, watching this the second time around. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one quote that stood out to me that was earlier in the movie that just like was that just really fed into the lore. Uh, this was just me being a nerd, and I like I like clever writing, poetry, mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, was one uh, what was the villain's name? Um, Red Skull. Red Skull, or yeah, jo- Johann Schmidt, aka Red Skull, mm-hmm. when he was trying to get the Tesseract. And the guy he was getting it from that was, like, in that temple was, like, it's not for the eyes of ordinary men. I was just, something about, I was like, ooh, the Tesseract's a big deal, guys. Like, I just got excited. I was like, oh, it's not, huh? Like, what the fuck's about to happen? Like, I got excited. And that, like I said, that just takes me back to feeling like a kid, like I'm watching. Like, that literally felt like a line out of an Indiana Jones film, like, talking about, uh, like, uh, Lost Ark or something like that. Yeah. Um, I 
like like I said, so much even from the dialogue to the music to some of the literal actual action scenes and what happens and the and the time of it, it just like I said, it literally felt like I was watching some Steven Spielberg Indiana Jones stuff. I want to know more. I totally forgot that that happened whenever I saw it. I, I want to know more about the Tesseract. I want to know how it got onto Earth, why it was in that temple. Like I yeah. feel like that's just like um, a cool, cool story that like we really don't get. Like, we we don't, and that you think they would? Uh, maybe it's tied into some Thor, and like I said, because we're re- we're revisiting this stuff, guys. So if you're ahead of us and you know more about stuff that happens in Thor two and what happened in Avengers, and you're listening to this, well, you know, give us a break. We're catching up. Uh, we yeah. forgot a lot of shit, but uh, yeah, I was interested in that too. Like, well, how did it even end up in this temple? I think. Um, I mean, it, basically, the gods left it there at some point for some reason. Maybe they wanted it hidden from something. Like maybe Odin wanted it hidden from somebody. Yeah. And so he decided, well, shit, nobody's fucking with this pri- these primitive-ass humans here that worship us. We could just leave it here yeah. and won't fuck with it. So maybe they just hid it there trying to keep it from somebody, from Thanos or whoever. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that is interesting to think about. I, I hope that they dive into that. Maybe I just forgot if not, I'm going to be wondering like why I was there in the first place. Then. Well, yeah, well, Thanos, this whole thing is the Infinity Stones. They've been so big, and I just kind of feel like they... I don't know, it's not fair, just like that they haven't... I just want to see more about it. I just want to see more... You like the like, lore of the Tesseract like, and its power and why it's there? Of all the Infinity Stones. I mean, they're just yeah. kind of... They've made it... They've made them super mysterious, and I really just like want to... I don't know. I think that would be, you know, they're not going to start doing, like, some Star Wars shit to where it's on, you know, we're going to do a movie and then, like, a little side movie and stuff like that. And they kind of tried to do it with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a little bit. People want the heroes. We don't care. Yeah. Like, it's, you you care about the story when the hero's involved, but once you remove a hero from that, you're like, ah, what am I watching? So I I feel like those things... Yeah. Don't it's it's harder to successfully tell that story without a hero involved fighting a villain. But I definitely see what you're saying because they have so many interesting things going on between these uh, superhumans that you kind of want to like. That is a story within itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so back to getting back to this movie and some of the specifics. Uh, first of all, Steve Rogers and, and I knew this, and that's kind of the point. And it's how a lot of superheroes are before they get to where they're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was a fucking dweeb. Like he was a dweeb. He, he was the biggest was dweeb ever. It, yeah. Like it, he just looks so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of because of CGI. Kind of just because he was supposed to. He was yeah. supposed to look like a sickly ass little boy, like yeah. or a man, but like built like a fucking twelve year old boy. It was it was like funny, and then sometimes I was just like, this is just sad, dude. And then this is the this is where I come in with the. Uh, that kind of the wonder and the Disney of it all and like that this movie makes you feel and that like you said he's kind of like a different hero in 2018 than he was in the four like he was the perfect hero for this time Mm -hmm. because listen to this quote here (laughs) Uh, I think he said to Bucky because Bucky was good to go Bucky was in this army shit you know what I'm saying he was in the military he was about to get sent off so he was kind of jealous Mm -hmm. and so he tells this guy he tells his friend don't win the war till I get there who the Fuck wants a war to be postponed until you can show up to help. Like, I get what he's saying. Like, hey, like, I want to come out and fight with you. But that just was really fucking stupid. Like, hey, if you, I don't know. It was just like a dumb notion. I get what they were saying. I just thought, but it speaks to who Steve Rogers is. Like, he just, he really wants to fight. Like, he just wants to prove himself. And it's like, I get that. But, like, in my head, I was like, this guy is that desperate that he's literally like, hey, man, like, let, let me, I want to fight too, no matter what. I don't care. 
And so I just thought that was like kind of a funny little moment. Well, I think it speaks to that time too. Like right around then, um, war was still really romantic. Like war kind of had this. Um, people were freaking out. Like if if they if you couldn't like join and do the draft or something like that, like you weren't shit. Yeah, it wasn't until Vietnam where war was like really yeah. where it was. It was kind of the other end of that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it was. Uh, and, and they, well, I guess, and it explains itself because they show how even once he got his powers, he was being used to persuade people to buy into this war, literally and figuratively. Yeah, they did. Like and so that. And there was propaganda, and so he was just kind of a—I don't want to say a victim, but he was a product of that prop- that war propaganda. Like he wanted to be a part of this war, but mm-hmm. he also had his personal reasons. I think his parents were also killed in in battle. I think they said that early on oh, yeah, like real world like yeah, at the very beginning yeah, so you know it does make sense like he's like he's ready to get out there and make a difference um but that's true that so that also kind of it does make it a little accurate because people were ready to get out there and fight for their country nowadays people like to question those things a lot more before they just hop out there with a gun and yeah. but at the time motherfuckers was ready you know they were ready to go mm-hmm. uh so yeah that, that that quote makes more sense it just stood out to me because nowadays like somebody says that you're like dude what the fuck are you talking about like we don't mm-hmm. nobody wants to do this yeah why does marvel always kill off that like character that like helps the superhero out like the one that's like like they did that with the dude in iron man and now they're doing it in captain america they kill iron man? the basically the, the guy who uh, he was in the oh cowboy. the guy that was helping him but yeah, 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 yeah when he was locked up okay it's like oh i really like this guy and yeah. then it's like, he could have made it out oh we could have made it out. Oh, who'd they do that who'd they do that to in this movie the doctor that picked him for Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he dies um, when the Hydra spy is there. Yeah, that sucked. I liked him. Like, I like that character. That that guy was played by... I like that actor. Um, I don't... Oh, Stanley Tucci. We'll we'll just go with that. I don't know. It looks kind of (laughs) Italian, maybe. Yeah, works for me. Um, Yeah, great. Um, No, but I've seen him in plenty of other things. And like once I saw his face, it was almost like the Tommy Lee Jones thing. I forgot both of them were in this movie. And I was like, oh, shit, they got like a nice little cast here because these aren't even major characters. Oh, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones was great. Oh, yeah, no, Tommy Lee Jones, I fucking love that dude because he's just like he's one of those another typecast but you just you want to see like I don't want to see him be anybody else but Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. So when he hops out there and he's like... all right, attention, man, and you know I, I, that's a, I'm horrible with impressions. Yeah. Like there's, there's like maybe two impressions I could do yeah. well, but but you know Tommy Lee Jones hops out there with his wrinkly ass, stern face, and I was like, yeah, this is perfect. Like it just mm-hmm. it makes you just that much more invested in that scene. Mm-hmm. And I, that's another thing about being invested in this movie is I'll say is they did a good job because it takes a while before any real action happens. Like it took, I think I paused the movie. One uh, once he had his powers and he was on there was that chase scene mm-hmm. that was like the first yeah. real action scene of the movie, and that took about forty minutes almost like I think it was thirty eight thirty nine minutes, which is fine, but like you're almost halfway through the movie we haven't seen any action but I still but it's not like I was bored though so I just thought that was interesting that just speaks to how well they were building up this origin story and how much I was enjoying it. They've done that's a tough task too to where like everything you're coming out with like to get this launch too like origin movies. I mean, you had just seen, like, the, the Spider-Man one, the Batman one. Um, I think I just got so burnt out on origin movies, and that was a big thing about going to see these superhero movies. Like You, you knew kind of, you had to deal with that for a yeah, little bit. I mean, they have to set up and develop the character, which is why I, you know, I'm kind of getting ahead of it, but uh, what they did for Spider-Man. You know, you didn't jump. I didn't have to see Uncle Ben die again. 
Yeah. Which was great. Like, I, I love they do that. But for some of these characters, like, nobody, you'd never had a Captain America before. You hadn't had a Thor before. You hadn't had an Iron Man before. So you really had to. You did have to explain it a little bit yeah, for people. Yeah, really had to establish that character. And I think they, they did a great job with that. You're right. The pacing was, well, the pacing on, was on point for this. Yeah, definitely. What's up, guys? I hope you like the show so far. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, give a five-star rating, you know what I'm saying? Show some love. Uh, Oh, and I got a Twitter now for the show, Uh, so you can follow on Twitter at PostCPod. That's P-O-S-T-C-P-O-D. And yeah, just, just, you know, support, keep keep listening, give me some suggestions, give me feedback, interact with me, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be on there a lot, so at me if, if you got a question about the show or some concerns about uh, my opinions. If you think I'm wrong about something, let me know. Let your voice be heard. Um, we got some more good stuff coming later in this episode. And we're going to finish up the cap talk, me and Jordan, pretty soon. And then we're going to lead right into uh, an Atlanta. What it's, it's kind of a review. It's really more of a reaction, a very drunk reaction by me, Jordan, and Bree. Uh, we had been drinking, smoking, having a good time. We made the show a big event, you know, because we were so happy it came back. And you could tell just when you hear us having the conversation, we were very lit. Uh, please excuse maybe some of the editing I might have had to do. You know, hopefully it's not too noticeable and everything runs real smooth. But it was a super fun conversation. I just, you know, had to cut it down a little bit and cut out some of the unnecessary stuff. But uh, I really hope you enjoy it. Oh, and also, next episode will be over the Avengers. So please try to watch that on whatever the hell you got, Fire Stick, whatever, On Demand, some shit, HBO, wherever it's at. Uh, check out the Avengers so you can check out the show and we could, you know, we're on the same page. All right, on to the show. I think it's, well, one, it, it sounds simple, but in just about every other scene, they were introducing a new important character and like i said the cast was good so once mm-hmm. this person arrives on to the movie you're a little bit more interested like just when you thought it gets a little boring uh the german doctor the guy who we just said uh who had to die mm-hmm. he pops up and you're like oh shit okay what's he in here doing you know so it's like you, you a little just to intrigue your inference your interest for the next five to ten minutes at least you know because uh, it's hard not to start checking your phone and check out of a movie a little bit if you don't have a lot going on um if it's just a lot of uh, exposition and explaining and, and origin story stuff and then when Tommy Lee Jones gets on the screen and then the love interest who was played by I hate to just call her that but I'm just I gotta figure out her name first before uh, oh Peggy Carter um when she's on screen she was great mm-hmm. um another another case of uh the female character like female lead character crushing her role in even though she's basically just the love interest that's what she's reduced to she has some cool moments and i'm sure that they made a point to give her some some cool moments in the movie in the script um but we all know that like that's what she's there for she's just there to tickle uh roger's heartstrings a little bit and give him that little extra boost Mm -hmm. with a kiss on the cheek you know but she she i really enjoyed seeing her on screen too yeah she she was killing it yeah she was great they did the, the love interest in this one also on point. I just there wasn't a lot with this movie that I didn't like. Like I, no, it was good. Then I think that's what bothers me. Kind of just going back to it about I, I wanted to see more of this. Like I want to see Captain America like running around with his team. I want to see Dum Dum Dugan in a tank. I want to see mm-hmm. like the rest of that shit. I just want to see him like going on missions. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. His squad was 
was fun. Like it was cool when he had yeah. like that group of loyal guys. Like I love shit like that. I love the whole we're getting the team together and we're yeah. brotherhood. Like I'm such a sucker for shit like that. Yeah. And when and when he went out and rescued those guys and they're like, yo, this dude isn't just a fucking puppet for mm-hmm. Uncle Sam anymore. Like he really is as strong as people have said he is, and he's he's that dude. You know what I'm saying? Like he really is Captain Fucking America on the field, mm-hmm. not just on the stage. And so they were willing to be like, "Hey man, wherever you're going, I'm with you." Mm-hmm. And that was like the movie. Like that was another turning point where the movie was already good, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" Now you know. Now he, now people are getting behind him, and he's got the support uh, of the guys uh, that are out here on the front lines because he's out there with them. And uh, that, like I said, that that was just another time where the movie just kicked it up another notch for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. They had to, you know, you got to move the story along. You got to get Captain into the, you know, the second one. It's got to be the Winter Soldier, and they've got to play with all that kind of stuff. I mean, he's got a storyline that's got to make happen. But like, did he really have to go down with that ship at the end? Like, you just do all this cool shit on the base. Like, you can't. There's not like an eject button, or you can't like jump um, out the back. You can't just steer it into the water. Like, you got. Yeah, I I don't. That's what I was thinking too. I mean, I get I, the notion of it was beautiful. <laughs> the yeah. whole, but and that okay, that that speaks to just his character to the point where it's all like you know that person that um this is the kind of guy that Steve Rogers is. They had if they had. The technology back in the 40s. Well, I guess they did, but they mm-hmm. had it was the same world we were living in, right? Mm-hmm. Steve Rogers in the 40s would be the type of dude that would take Instagram for like and make Instagram posts of him helping people. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's like he genuinely wants to yeah. do it, but you could tell he just loves being the good guy a little yeah. bit too. Like, he starts to really get into that hero role. He's like, yeah, like I want to help people, and his heart is in the right place. But at the same time, you could tell he he he's eating that shit up. Yeah, and, and that's just my interpretation. Like, okay, like first of all, who the fuck? Like, he already talked about the quote where he's like, oh, don't win the war without me. Like, oh, you're just that eager to go fight for your country. Good for yeah. you, dude. Uh, yeah, go risk your life, buddy. Uh, fucking. And then the dude, like, even though it was a test, he jumped on a grenade. Yeah. Um, Just kind of a test of character. Oh, yeah, and, like, that, that was, like, a, a moving moment or whatever. But at the yeah. same time, I'm like, man, fuck this guy. Yeah. Like, who the <laughs> fuck is going to do that? Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten... I would not have been chosen. Yeah. Like, I would not have ever gotten the opportunity to be Captain America. I'm no Captain America. No, I am not no. Captain America. He is truly... Uh, and that that quote from, from the doctor, the one that picks him out, um, what did it say? Which is also... This movie has some good quotes. I enjoyed the writing. As mm-hmm. Disney corny as it could be, it still... You know, it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, he says, a weak man knows the value of strength and compassion. Yeah. It's like, boom. There it is. Like, it, like, as corny as the Steve Rogers shit was, it was like, well, you know what? He does have a point. Like, this dude's mm-hmm. weak as fuck. And so, he, like, really, like, and he understands what it's like to have shortcomings. And so, once he has everything at his fingertips, you can trust that he won't abuse it. And he'll still be that same guy that'll sacrifice himself and jump over a grenade in order to help others. And they look, I mean, they picked the right guy, but I just thought that was, that was interesting that like, he was so, he was like almost too willing to sacrifice himself. It's like, no, there's a way you can get out alive. He's like, no, just go, just go. Like, he'll just rush you out. So he has to sacrifice himself. It's like, I think he could have easily, I don't know, like from, you see the shit he does, he could have drove that shit into the middle of the ocean and jumped out the window and Mm -hmm. swam off something. I don't know. I just yeah you're right I, I did think that was strange at the end of the movie quick, and I was like oh they just need to like freeze him I get it it's fine yeah and it made sense oh, with, like oh they found him he was frozen oh, so they just kept the, you know uh, 
uh, I get uh, the sequence of events. It makes sense. I just really thought that, like, okay, did you yeah. really have to do that? Like, you kind of you won the fight. Send this shit into the ocean. Sure. And then it's like, but then if you're saying that it's going to hit New York, oh, why? I don't know. Why not just turn that shit and just fly it in a continuous circle until they figure something out? I don't know. Like, yeah. It's one of those things <laughs> yeah. where I was just being kind of a nerd. It's like, yeah. the only way to go here is down into the ocean and you have to go down with it. I thought that was, yeah, that was one of those things where the whole movie was fine and then there was like a little bit of a plot hole there. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even call it a plot hole. It's just, it's us nitpicking, I guess. But I, just, right. I did think that was funny. Um, that was it. And then the whole thing you yeah. were talking about with, because what do they say? For the super, what it does, what the Tesseract stuff does is uh, it makes, you know, evil worse and then it makes good great. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, there's a couple other movies, actually pretty much sprinkled throughout Marvel, like the whole super soldier thing is, you know, pretty well kind of in there. And they never Just take that Deadpool same too. formula. Yeah. Yeah. They do it with like the yeah the Winter Soldier, Deadpool. I think there's like some X Men stuff like where they talk about it, but it's like um, they always keep trying to do the new Super Soldier thing, and like nobody like has notes from that. Like there's got to be like some detailed notes of like hey here's what we did. We found the smallest, weakest, tiniest dude, mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> and it worked out like, pretty fine. Good, like maybe great, we yeah. should, maybe this should be yeah, the like, model going forward. Yeah, <laughs> nobody ever like talks about that. It's just like we're gonna put it in this badass soldier and he's going to become an even more badass yeah everybody was thinking like, like tommy lee yeah that's not how it worked uh no it, it, that's the point like if this part this is going to make somebody super like this is going to turn basically a man to almost a god anyway mm-hmm. so why does it matter how strong they are before you do it you yeah. know like uh, that didn't make sense uh, but that just showed that's how ignorant people are too like oh mm-hmm. no let's get the best soldier and make him even better it's like no, take a guy that has great character because he really ain't been shit all his life and he's just super humble mm-hmm. and let's give him these powers and see what he can do with them. So um, the, the, a lot of the, just the underlying little themes and the reasons behind mm-hmm. some of their actions, I thought this movie was pretty good. I, I did enjoy it uh, for, for those reasons as well as like just the obvious like the action and things like that. Um, the final action scene was... or Well, really just the whole... I guess like the last third of the movie. It, this is almost like the... The opposite of like Thor, where the first two, the first two thirds of the movie I enjoyed the most, mm-hmm. and then the last act I was just like, "This is bullshit." Yeah. And this movie, uh, I won't say I didn't dislike the first two acts; they were still good, as we said. But the last one was like we were seeing Cap just whoop people's ass. Like it. it was so fun because it was some of the best just combat scenes we've seen and then they kick it up a notch in winter soldier i know that for a fact i don't remember a lot of these movies until mm-hmm. i rewatch them but the winter soldier i know it just opens up with cat whooping people's ass so mm-hmm. uh this just gave you a taste of that like hey this guy like with this shield and what he can do on the battlefield is pretty dope the, the motorcycle scene took me all the way back to indiana jones again uh though like i said the one with sean connery uh when they're looking for the holy grail yeah um and there's like this long amazing ass chase scene with motorcycles and mm-hmm. going like through the woods just like this and i was like yo this guy must have literally watched indiana jones like a week ago and either consciously or subconsciously put this shit into like a week before filming and just was like you know what we need to have that kind of scene we need to have this going on yeah it really uh, it was did great feel like that like fun adventure movie like they have a scene like that in empire strikes back um riding on the fuck i don't know what they're called i'm gonna call them hover cycles where they're on indoor Mm-hmm. Going through the trees and shit like that. Oh yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it just did from like the, the music, kind of the feel of it. Like even like the cinematography was like way different. It was like everything, like colors popped a little bit more. It kind of looked like you just, you felt like you were in the forties, mm-hmm. like 45 kind of like. When they were like walking down the street, it just like, you, it did it. I won't say it necessarily looked super authentic, mm-hmm. but it just looked, uh, it was like super immersive. Like mm-hmm. they just put you in deep into this world and you're like, shit, mm-hmm. I guess we're in Brooklyn in 1942. Yeah. It just felt like one of those like classic blockbuster movies. Like whenever like summer blockbusters were still kind of like around that whole thing. Like whenever you had Jaws and Indiana Jones and Star Wars and yeah. everything like that. Like Be- before out, you had big, all the CGI ambitions. and stuff, they were just like, let's, let's find a dope, fun place to direct this. And let's just have a kick-ass action scene that lasts like 15, 20 minutes. And uh, this movie this movie definitely took out of that playbook. I'll say that. Uh, what else did I write down here about this? Oh, um, you know, as, as much as I was like, oh, this dude's like a cornball-ass dweeb early in the movie, which he was. I mean, that was the point. They were trying to show you, like, hey, this guy's got a good heart, but he's a fucking, he's a loser. And it's not his fault, but it is what it is. People are mean, and he just doesn't get a lot of chances in life, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, but that that paid off in the end when he uh, when he's out here, like I said, cooking people's ass and being a hero finally. Because I was like genuinely happy for him. I was like, dude, not only did he he just wanted to enlist just because, and now he's like on fucking leading rescue missions and like making a huge difference, and is literally about to end this war. Like mm-hmm. he's defeating Hydra, like like with being the man in front and so it just like you kind of like you feel really happy like yo check him out like he's really out here yeah. look where he was at the beginning of the movie it was like a nice character arc and a nice journey for him from beginning to end yeah i love the rescue mission too because it's just like you've got like the army like trying to plan it out be tactful you know they're trying to figure out what to do and he's just like going he's like i'm just gonna yeah. go like yeah. i don't care yeah um yeah pretty much everything from that point from the moment that's um miss was it miss carter i believe peggy carter peggy carter yeah from the moment miss peggy carter has that sit down with him mm-hmm. and just kind of gives him that like hey like i believe in you you need to believe in yourself like do what you got to do you know like that kind of speech or whatever uh, whatever the quote was um from that point and then tommy lee jones kind of pisses him off and he's like man screw this that the movie is just on another level like i said mm-hmm. that that's pretty much like i said that kind of initiates uh, kicks off that third act where it's like he's like fuck this i'm taking off the the stupid ass leash you got me on just mm-hmm. being like a little propaganda piece or a dancing monkey i think somebody called him some shit like that in the yeah. movie and he just started whooping people's ass and making it look easy and he mm-hmm. did like he's just now learning what to do with these powers and he was still beating the shit out of people and he was stealthy with it and yeah that was probably my favorite scene was the motorcycle chase scene was cool, but I think the rescue mission that he went on solo and then got broke all the guys out, and they were starting to use all the tech and stuff like the the, the cannons and shit. That was that was fun. That was probably like the highest point of the movie for me. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Yeah, overall thoughts on the movie. I guess we liked it. I don't know. How do you feel? No, like yeah, it? we've been gushing about it for like yeah. half an hour. Um, yeah. How do you feel like it stacks up? I guess so far. Okay, so. Let's say we haven't done Avengers yet, but that that'll end phase one. That'll be the next episode, so be on the lookout for that product placement. Mm-hmm. Uh, be on the lookout for that. But uh, let's see here. So I'm gonna assume Avengers is probably top one or two out of phase one. Mm-hmm. But but let's let's but let's bump that out for the sake of just not including that right now. Um, I'd say Iron Man one, and then Captain America, like right there. 
right, but for sure one and two. And then after that, none of that other shit matters. <laughs> out yeah. of out of the first five movies, and then well, six once you include Avengers, it's right up there with those. Probably better than both of them, yeah. or as good. Um, yeah, it's right up there with Iron Man one. Those basically what I'm trying to say. Uh, and the other ones, uh, which would be Thor, Hulk, and Iron Man two, do not stack up with Cap one, Iron Man one, or Avengers out of that first phase for sure. Um, and I, I feel like it's safe to say that Cap Cap one is definitely like probably top. 8 to 10 MCU movies, for sure. It's definitely in the upper half. Yeah, that's insane. How many are there, like, right now? There's, there's there will like... be 19 once Infinity Wars comes out. Oh, yeah, it definitely makes it into the top half. Yeah, it's sure. definitely in the top half, uh, but not quite top five. Like, it's kind of in that in that, in limbo right there. But, um, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. And that's pretty much all we have for Captain America, the first Avenger. But if you like what you heard... Please subscribe to the show. Give a five-star rating. Uh, oh, shit. I just made a Twitter for this uh, for my pod. Let, let me give that to you. You can follow me on Twitter now at uh, PostCPod. You know, post C credits pod. But PostCPod on Twitter. Follow. Uh, just give reactions. Give some feedback on there. See what's coming out. I'm going to be posting old episodes, new episodes. Just posing questions. Trying to get conversations started. Uh, might have a little written stuff on there every now and then. Just be on the lookout for that. Um, if you want to ask questions, know some stuff, like we'll talk about it. Yeah, and if you want to, like, there's probably a lot of stuff where, like, we don't dive in too deep on the comic book aspect of things. So if there's something that we were questioning in the movie that you know about from a comic book perspective that explains why they made a decision they made, let me know. You know what I'm saying? Let me know so I don't go around looking stupid and, not, and I can now have that information. Yeah, we're not experts on shit. We don't know shit. Just... Yeah, we just enjoy movies and we like to talk about the shit. So, yeah, yeah check me out uh, on Twitter at the post C pod of... And just be on the lookout for new episodes. We're doing the Avengers next. And yeah, uh, on the back half of this, we'll, we'll be talking about episode one of Atlanta. Hope you enjoy that. We out. Back at it, craftmatic. All I know is mathematics. On the stove, cooking chicken, right, rigid, gymnastic. Acrobatic with the work. Like Houdini, do the magic. Me go bring me kilos. So I put them squares up out the plastic. Get in traffic. Also traffic. Known to make that shit happen. Gotta use the razor. Cut the chickens in some turkey wrapping. After 15 years of trapping. Now your juice done started rapping. Blowing 93 OG from Freddy. Daddy suck from Cali. You know what I'll say? Best shit that Childish has put out ever. I want his next album to just be like Stone Mountain. Oh. I can't with Childish. That's a totally different pod. It's a totally different episode. No, no, no we're going to listen to it out Stone there. Stone Mountain next. is not his best work. That I do voice. enjoy it. Yes, that listen voice. to that it's shit, Drunk and shit, High. Though. That shit is not for a sober-minded person. True. What music like, really sober? is, though, other than, I don't know. I don't know, like, man. Like I listen no. to it high and I fucking feel it. I listen uh, to it drunk and you're I just into it because we just when watched. I listened to Childish Gambino. It was like on the way back from Austin. I was super annoyed oh. and tired. Like I was just, oh. like, ready to be out of the car. That's crazy how like <laughs> so like how t- how you feel at the moment can affect like no, I'm just Dude, never listening. Yeah. To I was thinking like she would. Mm-hmm. You hate like other childhood. Did you not like Stone Mountain? I don't know. 
don't know. She hasn't tried. She hasn't went back. That's what I feel like. That's what you would like. Like, right now, like, we're lit. Like, Stone Mountain is just on, like, some other shit. You know what Stone Mountain reminds me of? It reminds me of, I was listening to it, the Next Hill Trip song, like, some Brockhampton shit. Just like we're always, we're always changing it up. No, I'm mm, serious. Way like, different. Like the beats are way different. Beats, yeah, yeah, it's God. super sure. different from if anything case, he's ever I'm done. I'm gonna fucking love Childish Gambino. It's it's something different than <laughs> anything he's ever thing. done. All right. Like, and that's what's cool about All childish. Right. You like, me. No. Let's camp go. is different. Like, say no more. <laughs> like, show, show, listen. His mainstream albums were like. They're kind of garbage. Like they were okay. Like very they were just straight. like yeah, like some class. Like they were yeah. very mid. Like, but I don't like Stone Mountain to me is just fucking like mm. fucking. Do you like royalty on some shit? Do you like royalty? No, like it's what the a, fuck. It's okay. Like it's fine. Like camp, camp to me is his best shit. I won't disagree with that. We're not here to talk about that. <laughs> fuck it. We're here to talk we're about here. motherfucking Atlanta season Atlanta. two episode one. Oh, bro, Atlanta's tight. Hey, have you guys heard of Atlanta? It's actually like a decent question. Motherfuckers still be that, like, oh, I haven't seen that shit. I kind of heard of it. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> hey, this is a spoiler. Like, what do you be doing yeah. in your spare time? Fuck your spoilers. Fuck your spare time. <laughs> what, you productive? Fuck your productivity. You should have been watching Atlanta. At the, by this time, you should have been done watching Atlanta. Yeah. Okay, so. You should have watched You're a garbage human being. If you, you haven't seen not... it, turn it off and figure out your life. Like, we honestly. we just watched episode one, season two. We're lit as fuck, if you can't tell already. <laughs> we were just. We're like we pregame to watch this shit. We, we were drinking. Eased in I had, with some good Atlanta rap. We eased on into. Yeah, the vibe. we started off with motherfucking. We had a party and we uh, oh, motherfucking yeah. OJ the Juice Man. Like we started off with that shit. We were ready to go. We yeah. set the fucking scene. We are in Atlanta watching this shit while in Katy. Like, that's, a, that's a good idea. Mood in. Mood don't yeah, don't yeah don't jump into that shit. Actually, yeah. that's a good life vibe lesson. Just fucking vibe in, mood yeah. mood in. That's yeah. a good ease your way into shit. Yeah. Figure out before you you know. Yeah, don't don't just jump into shit. Take a take a pregame, take a mood in, take a vibe yeah. in, and like yeah, we were fucking ready for that shit, and it was wonderful. We're ready. It, it was a it, great episode. It felt like this stars. big premiere. Like it we were like excited as fuck. It was an event. Thing I was missing was popcorn. We've been waiting yes. a week for this upset. shit. Like, this was like fucking Star Wars. We've been waiting like months and months for this shit, but. Like, this last week has just been like, oh, Fucking shit. Hell. Oh, yes. shit, it's good, yeah. dude. Like, so, waking up in the middle of the night, yeah. like, oh, Atlanta. <laughs> and so, you get the sweats, like, Atlanta, what is it? <laughs> Fucking March, shit. That's, like, you're ready for that shit, bro. That's super tight, though, but, like, right off the bat, isn't it fun? Like, expectations set a mood for when you go into, like, movies or yeah. any kind of, like, TV Absolutely. shows. So, like, if you have high expectations, like, you, I, like I've gone, like, to movies with high expectations, and it fucking ruins the movie because like you have such high expectations, yeah, like a it, lot. It, it just doesn't live up to it. And then yeah. you can yeah. go in like if you go into a movie with like low expectations, like the movie's always great because it's like oh, it kind <laughs> yes. of like lived up. Yeah, yeah. I definitely have noticed that with shit I've liked before. It yeah. wasn't y'all since like the Dark Knight with Heath Ledger, R.I.P. Baby, mm, mm. love you. <laughs> but um, like since that shit okay, like yeah. I haven't gone in like with such high expectations and then just like you're blown away the entire show like that's fucking magical like I love this shit think. also you're saying that's the last that, since that movie's the last time you had extremely high expectations and then you were still pleased with it and then it, it met him yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Like, yeah you, since Atlanta now Atlanta yeah, is like done you, okay. you, yeah yeah you set the bar for yourself <laughs> it's a long fucking time that yeah. movie came out in 2008 <laughs> yeah so you've had a decade Damn. of shit not meeting your expectations well it, like you're kind of like it was like it was either like, like Black Panther met my expectations. It met him. It was like, like I was pumped for it and it did good and I was like, cool. okay, okay, yeah. okay. But like, no, Atlanta like, is that way. It was like sure. I was I was fucking pumped for months and then it came out and just everything about it was just 
Yeah. What, I, like, yeah, yeah, there was nothing. Like, yes, I was, I I was hyped the yeah. entire so, fucking episode. No, now, tell, like, okay, this speaks to, like, how you said expectations. You Nobody, like, I would literally listen to other people talk about the show, and they were like, yo, I don't want to expect anything because that's literally what they're going to give me is just some shit I did not expect. Yeah. Who the fuck expected this show to start off with a fucking gunfight at motherfucker a shootout at a fucking at a fucking fast food joint with a dude who may or may not be gay (laughs) motherfucker was a gangster though yeah and he was busting at them dudes like the manager like the shit was so fucking dope and funny and unexpected and i didn't know i didn't know how to feel that was super weird (laughs) also one y'all this uh this pretty baby uh across from me mr ryan swartz has a baby blue Fucking shirt on, <laughs> once they rolled up. But that goes into <laughs> it's fucking hot, dude. No, no, yeah, well, no, no, it's fun. Like, it, what it goes into is uh, LeBron had the baby blue fucking shoes on with like the jerseys on, and then the baby blue fucking ski mask. What? Like, got me. Are like, you talking about on the, like, on the, uh, yeah, the episode? Yeah, in the oh, intro. Yeah, yeah, for the yeah. baby blue fucking ski. Yeah, it was just and beautiful. Had a panda like, on. Yeah, fucking okay, beautiful. Yeah, he yeah, looked like some weird, yeah. maybe a panda. It was yeah. a weird mask, was a though. But, uh, I noticed it. Sure well, you were talking about, like, for expectations, like, how that shit started off. Like, they they said that shit would start off with, uh, so, I like, I, I looked at a couple different interviews, and what it was is, we want to do this shit like an album mm-hmm. title. And so it's, like, how mm-hmm. Childish Gambino, like, does all his other shit. Like, you have a bunch of musicians working on this shit, and so, like, what they do, like, their creative process is, like, this shit is going to have, like, a theme, a yeah. feel... And then album two is going to have a different theme and a different feel. And that's how he wanted, like, from season to season to go. Mm-hmm. And it definitely did. Absolutely. Like, it definitely had, like, a different vibe. Yeah. Like, a different feel. And it was fucking brilliant. Yeah. I don't even want to call it... I want to say, like, oh, it was darker or anything, like, weird like that. Like, yeah. that's, like, oversimplifying it. Yeah. But it was, like... There's some shit going on. Like, you're still going to experience all this goofy shit, but, like, yeah. shit is kind of real, and there's yeah. always that undertone of, like, <laughs> motherfuckers are getting killed yeah. while all this shit goofy is shit is going on. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's weird how they can tie two things that feel like all this comedy mixed with all this, like, yeah. motherfuckers robbing each other, and like, literally. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, it's like everything lands. Like, the, the real shit, yeah. and then the, the jokes all land, and then yeah. it exists in, one, in 30 minutes. That's crazy how they could do that shit. It's familiar, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's familiar, but at the same time, like, it does have, like, everything about it, like, the jokes land, like, the writing is good, the direction is good, but there's something, like, a little slightly just shifted about it. It makes you almost uncomfortable like, sometimes. You're like, yo, what which the is fuck? great. Yeah. It's but perfect though because because yeah. yeah. I shouldn't watch something and you'd be like, oh, I know it's gonna happen. Yeah, like you're almost you a, you're on the edge of your seat to an extent almost all the time because yeah. you don't know what kind of goofy shit will happen. Like you don't know if there's really a fucking alligator in there or if they're yeah. just saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> when he let that fucking alligator out. That yeah, the, the, the alligator was just cruising out the front door and I was like, yo, I really even though they said it, oh I really God. didn't know if alligator oh, was in there. That's the song I wanted to Sam while I was on. Yeah. Yes, that is, the song yeah, made it so funny too. Yo, the soundtrack for Atlanta <laughs> One, fucking great. beautiful. The soundtrack great. for just this episode, great. this episode, Ooh, everything. Yeah. It gave you a little bit of everything, yeah. like whether it was trendy or not. It just was all over the place, but all at the same time, it fit. It like fit. This whole like episode just made you fucking groove. Like yeah. it was just like it's that winter time, like Robin season, yes. fucking like oh yes. chill, just. Fucking yeah. weather music. It was beautiful. It was perfect. Yeah. Like yeah. I I love what Donald Glover is doing. I love that like um, he has a hand 
he's a jack of all trades. Like exactly. he has a hand exactly and everything. Like he's literally he could, a jack of all trades. He could do a good show with good music, table. with good writing, like with good. Like mm-hmm. he's had experience. In he everything. doesn't do like, all of one thing. I feel like, but he does. He contributes to each. Every single part of the show, he yeah. did, he brings something, and so it leaves his mark for sure. Even if it's not just the acting or the writing or whatever. Forgive me, what's that called? Uh, consolidating? No, not consolidating. Delegating. Uh, delegating. That's the word I'm looking oh, for. Oh, oh. There you go. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, delegating. Yeah. So what he's doing is like he understands like the entire big picture. Mm-hmm. But he's able to like put his cousin in um, for directing, or actually, the director of this episode was the. He's been on a lot of them. I don't remember his name. I'm not, I don't feel like looking shit up right now. Uh, I don't but know. But he's directed a lot of the episodes. It's the uh, it's hero something. It's yes. the Asian name. Uh, yes. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. He could be a fucking white guy. If, or a black dude well, named cool. Hero. You know what? what we, <laughs> the whole podcast is how aggressive that fucking name is as Hero. Is. The dude's Asian. Get the, get the fuck over it. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Like, don't you, assume. You gotta pretend. To you, don't, you don't know what he identifies he made as. Feel guilty for two seconds. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, his name is Hero. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's the, the the last name is super Asian. That's his fucking culture. You should be surprised and shocked and mad if he's fucking Swedish. Fuck off. <laughs> Anyways, we're skipping over that part. He's wonderful. He, he directs like a lot of the episodes, but like his uh his cousin or his, is it his cousin or his brother? That's his the brother. Main writer. Yeah. So they um, come from like the adopted family, but like it's still Stephen like Glover. Yeah, my, my yeah, he was in an episode like on one. He was like he was rolling blunts. He was rolling blunts. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Um, but he's the writer for main, uh, most of the episodes. But like what him mm-hmm. and Donald Glover like wanted to do is like, you know, this second season has a totally different feel. Mm. It's the same I thing like an album title. Like, like it, it's, it's, it's got all the like, it's got all the crazy it, shit you like, but we're gonna give you a little something different. But it's so subtle. Like it's it's yeah. it's more like the it's like, it's like an itch. It's like oh shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a hard time with words tonight. It's the, the <laughs> film, drunk, the cinema, the cinematography. Yeah, it's the cinematography. Of it. That's go. what I'm trying to say. Like uh-huh. it's it's a shift in the cinematography. It's more. Mm-hmm. Winter time, like, can you feel like yeah. the, the filter of it is like yeah, a little bit yeah, like, yeah, colder? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, the camera exactly. filter is like a little bit colder. I, I have a comment about that about two things that stood out to me, which I thought was tight. And yeah. people don't think about that when they think about the South. And he's really trying to be like, this is Dude. Atlanta. Okay, when when they get to what was it Willie <laughs> fucking Cat Williams, which you about to talk about. <laughs> um, so when he gets to Willie's house, and this would be like as he walked to the door, and yeah. it it like panned over, like walking with him up to the door, and you see all that green shit in the background. You're like, yo, like, yeah. It, I don't know. Like to me, I was like, that's like that shit looks like the fucking south. Like, you go Dude, like I'm in New Orleans, no. Houston, Atlanta like other parts in the is south. So beautiful, like Georgia. Yeah, just greenery so everywhere. And so like right there in this front yard is just green, lush shit. And I was like, that's like a beautiful, like a low key, super low key, beautiful yeah, shot right there. That's every Pensacola house. Like right exactly, like, it's like it, like that's that deep south. It did it such a good job of putting you in the world. Like it shows you like how many houses have you walked up and seen that look like that with the with the green shit, but it's an old house. You know what I mean? You're on the outskirts of the city, and so that shit was tight. And then later in the season, when it's in the evening time, the the temperature drops. And it's like, yo, it, they did bring up the holiday. So it's painting the, it's like painting the picture and he yeah. like breathes and you still see it's like it's chilly, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like how you think winter looks when you associate that. You always think yeah. snow and all the, yeah. and the mainstream shit. Yeah. So it's like, this is what winter looks like in, in Atlanta, in the South. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I just thought, I was like, yo, they're really putting That's you in Atlanta. Cool. Like for real, just with the little subtle things that mm-hmm. take like two seconds to do. It's the, 
Yeah, look at our backyard right now. Exactly. Our, our, our backyard in Texas. It. Yo, it's it's nasty. It's green. Like I'm thinking about yeah. pulling out the lawnmower like right now. But yeah, we live in a fucking like, swamp, low key. Yeah, it's it fucking suburban yeah. swamp. Yeah, before yeah, Lewis and Clark like came through the shit. They were like, this is the swamp. Let's keep going west. This shit's this shit's overgrown in like two weeks. But like no, every like so I grew up like growing up in Pensacola and like going back home there. Like this shit is like beautiful. Them like you can have your whole like lawn mode, but like Pensacola's like, in Florida with the Florida man. By the way, the Florida Jordan, Jordan lived with the Florida man. Yeah, for a yo, while. I know about the Florida man. Y'all heard about the Florida man? Like that shit's real. Like every story they told on that episode, like some real that shit fuck. happened at some point. Real as fuck. You That's want the Florida man? Yeah. If you guys want, like, I know every single one of those stories like very personally. <laughs> Like to the point where, like, I know you more, were there when that shit was happening. I know more Florida man stories. The uh, the street that I grew up on, which my parents live on now, and the elementary school that I grew up across the sh- uh, that I went to, we now live across the street from that, and it's the same. We live basically. Uh, my parents live two houses down from where I grew up, and there was a man. And they called it a uh, Florida man. There's a whole like Florida man and like subreddit website, all that shit. Oh my gosh! And so it was this dude doing <laughs> backflips in his yard because he was taking bath salts. Uh, oh same, uh, basically bath salts that uh, in the episode they're like a man ate a dude. Y'all ever heard that flat but zombie the shit? Yeah, where like that was that shit was in Miami. But that really happened. He ate the yeah. motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was on bath salts. Yeah. So on the show, it makes it look crazy, but yeah, that, that shit really a, happened. Yeah, that was a white. Yeah, that's a whole flat bush zombie song, and like <laughs> that shit was just in Florida though. Like, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, they're talking about Beast Coast, but they want to fuck with Florida a little bit. <laughs> I love it, but yeah, you don't want to fuck with Pensacola at all because uh, it's garbage. <laughs> but uh oh shit what we were just talking about um oh yeah so du- uh dude was doing a uh, backflips in his front yard naked off of some bath salts and the cops tased him in front of the elementary school uh. yo my house is like front facing the elementary school uh. and like dude it, but it's normal like i bet florida like kindergartners was like that's some florida shit like yeah so no it's just, it. like no that shit is so no fucking normal like you have no idea yeah. like they're talking about florida yo 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 what's up guys uh thank you for listening so far if you've been listening from the very beginning of this episode i feel like i say this on all of them but i really do appreciate that like a lot it's it's cool when people listen to what you got to say and just uh you know saying join the convo with you um but yeah so anyway if you do like what you're hearing please subscribe please give me a five star rating and you could follow the show on twitter now at post c pod uh, so be sure to check that out and give feedback. And, you know, like I always say, just join the conversation with me. Um, next week, next episode, we will be discussing the Avengers. I think I said that earlier. But something else to keep in mind is we will also be talking about episode two of Atlanta. We're going to do this every single week. So be on the lookout at least every Thursday or I'm sorry, every Friday. Maybe Saturday, if I'm running a little late, uh, be on the lookout for the Atlanta review, discussion, reaction, whatever, on top of whatever else we're supposed to be talking about that week. So, um, if you don't come to this pod for anything but the Atlanta reviews, then just know it's coming right before every weekend, as long as the show comes on that Thursday until the season's over. Uh, So, yeah, back to the show. Hey, okay, look, let's bring that shit back. (laughs) Because, look, we're lit, and we're just talking about whatever. Yeah. Look, so, um, just I'm just going to throw the question out there. Out of this episode, if you could just pick one scene that you just, like, is probably the most memorable. I won't even say your favorite, but the most memorable scene from this first episode. What would it be? Uh, Jordan. Where Aaron gets the pistol. Where he gets the gold pistol from. 
I think that shit is tight as fuck because one that's like Cat Williams, <laughs> like, like gold yeah, taking that shit back. But he's so like, why like, the fuck is it gold? Well, he, well, that was like that was Cat Williams, like notice how saying, Cat like, Williams always like put some pimp shit in it. He was like, yeah, was, <laughs> he was like, look, like he was like, I get what you're doing. Like it, it was his whole like realization without thinking. Like he was like, I'm not gonna get caught. Like I'm doing this shit, but, like I could. He was like, but look, you're right. Like at the final, it was like Cat Williams like surrendering, mm-hmm. and he was like. You need to take this, and then when he was like, "I don't want it," and he was like, "No, this is yeah, this is what you get." He was like, "I have to run." He was like, "They're gonna search this house. Like, I gotta go." Yeah, like, like I'm not like asking. asking. He said, "I think he said like I'm not asking." Yeah, like, but at the same it. time, like a gold fucking pistol. He was like, "He was like, if you're gonna make it, like, like only package, Cat Williams would like, have a fucking gold pistol." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, my my favorite thing just almost had to be Cat Williams being in it. Like, what yeah. a bold move because like, no, and, and, the whole is, middle of the episode. My whole my whole favorite scene is when Cat Williams first. Got answers the door. He answers yeah. the door because I feel like he was still being like funny, like Cat Williams, but he was also being very, very serious. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, uh, that's really one of the only times that I've ever seen Cat Williams play just like kind of a serious, like kind of. A yeah, like on what, which Friday was it? He was ridiculous. He was a, he, Friday. Oh, uh, <laughs> Friday, Friday after next with yeah, him, and the, next. him and the yeah. Green Mile dude with the lazy eye. <laughs> what the like, fuck? He had the little yeah, blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's Terry Crews. Yeah. Yeah, Terry Crews did not have the lazy eye. It was the big, like, dude, I swear to God. Okay, right. but you know Terry Crews is on there, right? Terry right. Crews is on there, but, like, the dude that Cat Williams with this was not Terry Crews. Like, it was the dude with the big-ass lazy eyes from Green Mile. No. Uh, are you talking? No. Look, look, Do you remember I the Green Mile dude was on? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I don't know if that's the same guy. It's not the same guy. Actually, no, I know... Debo is not the guy from Green Mile. <laughs> I'm sorry for my racist cousin. <laughs> who thinks all black guys look alike? Yeah. No, he's not. I know exactly who I'm looking for. I- Just a little side note here. I did like some lazy research, like I always do, half-ass research. And through Complex, not really a fan of Complex, but you know, they they give me a little information. Um, It turns out that Cat Williams actually auditioned for this role twice and did not get it. It says there were people that did a better job than him. Uh, But he ended up getting the role because he really put in the time because he claims to have done like an internship at an alligator farm and he worked with like two different alligators and he says like the first one didn't work out because he was trying to act like he wasn't afraid the second one though just kind of accepted the roles and went with it and he said it was like the closest thing he's ever had to a marriage or something um but i just thought that was a pretty interesting story but uh yeah cat williams was great we all really enjoyed him as you can tell through uh, within the pod but i hope he pops up again if not you know that's you don't blame Atlanta because that's just how they do things. They just kind of throw people in there and you never see him again. That's cool, too. But he was great. And I'd like to see a little more Uncle Willie. Uh, but, yeah, back to the show. That was my favorite thing. Fifth episode? You think, I think it'll take all. I think it, they're going to stretch that shit out. And they'll make you forget about it. And then, like, that, the tenth episode, oh, yeah. then that shit will pop up. Ooh, but the fact that I even guessed that lets me know that I'm wrong. Because you, think, you well, can't guess anything with this show. You think FX has them on, like, another, like, ten episode thing? That's how Rick and Morty was. Like so, like a lot of shit is going down. It's like extended or something. It's how Silicon Valley is. Like HBO is like you get ten episodes. It is like if you set up for like a ten episode season, that's what you get. 
Mm-hmm. And that's how like a lot of shows have been, and I, and I love it. I love every show that's like done that thing. Yeah. No, ten episodes is the perfect amount. I you love can, it. You can that... like you can like screw a lot of content in there, and like in a good amount, and like and they did in this season. Yeah. In yeah. this yeah. season, like they did job. so much. You know what I want? Um, I want Darius's fucking polo, like his long sleeve polo, so bad. No, let me tell you about. I saw a brief interview with Donald Glover, and he said yeah. he was like, for season two, we tried to dress him up in all kinds of crazy shit to be funny. And he's like, but it was weird because he looks good in like almost yeah. everything. Yeah. Dude, he's gonna pop a crop top. I bet he's gonna I pop a crop top. No, when he saw, when he saw the goggles on me, when I hear the goggles on, I immediately thought of that, and I was like, yeah, they just did some weird shit, and yeah. it kind of works. Like he can no. wear goggles. He does. Y'all, Darius is. He's tight. For all of you... Uh, he's probably my favorite character. Hey. He's so tight. He's everybody's favorite character. He's gotta be. Let me yeah. talk to you right now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about uh, some sexy-ass shit, what Darius is wearing? <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, you can catch me on some... Uh, I don't fuck with social media, but if you find me, I'm in Kroger. And uh, sometimes I'm out in <clears throat> public. <laughs> but uh, if you see me, I'll be rocking whatever Darius was rocking. I want that fucking milk you're crop gonna, top. You're gonna jock his swag. I want. Yeah, no, I, I think I am. Too. I think I'm. I don't no, know if I'm gonna. No, no one's gonna be like. I'm not. Oh, I'm not gonna. Watches Atlanta. I'm not gonna go with goggles. Like, oh. oh no, yeah. If you see me, you wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, he loves Atlanta. You know who you think I am? You think I'm the trans white dude <laughs> in, uh, in that fucking episode? Like, you I do look, look like a gay. Yeah. You look like a lesbian. No, look. yeah, I look like that. I look like, <laughs> I look like some bullshit. You look like a fucking, like, lesbian with a college degree. Yeah, yo, I look, I look like a fucking, yo, I look like a fucking nerd. Like, yeah, you would never guess that I could be anywhere near interesting or a person. Jordan's like, the butch whose family accepts. Jordan is just a, he's an extra, but for life. Like, he's yeah. just an extra, casted yeah. for life. Like, yeah. he, just, he just blends in. I'll sneak up on you, baby. I get that. Daylight, I wake up feeling like you won't play right. I used to know, but now that shit don't feel right. Um, but yeah, so to, to sum it up, I mean, we could, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna go scene by scene, but this shit was good all the way through from the fucking yeah. random have ass we shootout. Gonna be, have we gonna be scene by scene? No, we like, haven't, we and I'm, we're not going to. We're not. This I, was just a um, quick reaction. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to, like, we literally it. just watched it. It's like still like 10 something. We watched that shit, smoked a little something, chilled, and then we came right in here, recorded this shit. This is just, that's why we're so turned up, because we just had so much fun watching that shit. And, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for. I, I I like the fact that I have to like wait for it, but I wish I didn't. But at the same time, I'm looking no, forward to next the Thursday best already. Excited. Like I've, I've gotten anxiety. so I've gotten so used to like Netflix, HBO, yeah. Hulu. Yeah, I've been like binge. I've been spoiled as fuck. Yeah, yeah. binging and like yeah, you want to like think for, about you want to marinate on that shit for no, like a week. Oh, I get I get a little fucking bit. down in like the nitty gritty fucking dirty birdie with it. Like I get fucking <laughs> like I want to know conspiracy theories. Like I look about like I look I Google shit. It's worth a Google, baby. Like, just fucking get down there. Like, if you learned, like, you just need to know what's going to be, like, if the story is good, if the fucking cinematics are good, if the directing is good, like, then that shit will blow you away. You could know all the plot points, but if everything else is fucking vibrant, 
then you'll be blown away. Don't be a little pussy and, like, don't be, like, worried about if you, like, spoil some shit. Fuck you. Is that what you're worried about? Are you worried about story points? Bitch, you can't write shit. What Jordan is trying to say is don't be scared to get spoiled. Look shit up. Yeah. Um, That's not for me, but he does do this. There's more beautiful shit about this show. It's the cinematography. It's the music. It's the... How how they show... They care about... The the devil is in the details. This show can be spoiled and it wouldn't matter. Like, I could have known what happened at the end. You could tell me everything. Every episode is... If anything, Look, the, the, that episode, the, like, if somebody told me, like, hey, Cat, this episode is going to end with Cat Williams giving Earn a golden gun and running from the police while he lets an alligator distract him. I need to see how that happens. It was just the way it does it, man. Like, the baby I blue ski mask that with that first song that you showed again. Yeah, like, the way it fucking happens. open. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, the entire show before the first commercial break? Like, fuck off. Amazing. Like, this shit is so Great good. Show. Amazing. Yeah. Um. Look, we've already gushed about that, and then just talked about all kinds of other crazy, weird shit for almost thirty-three minutes now. So we're gonna wrap it up here. It's only one episode. We're gonna talk about this like on a weekly basis, obviously. Um. If you like the show, please subscribe. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Swartmain S W A R T M A Y N E. Uh, give me a five star rating if you like what you heard and. We got some more stuff coming next week. We'll definitely be talking about episode two, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, this is your favorite cousin. If you like this show, suck my dick. <laughs> Fuck off, little bitch. Oh my god, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Look, win this shit. Watch, just watch every episode. Live your life, little baby. <laughs> Fuck off. You think you're an important human being? You ain't shit, but you are shit. I love you. <laughs> All right, and we out. Yes.